Welcome to Portraits of Honor. We stand in the swiftly fading shadow of our World War II veterans and heroes who united for a single purpose, to honor life, liberty, and justice for all. They were soldiers and sailors, airmen and mechanics, nurses and pilots, radio operators, ordinary people who did extraordinary things. Our mission is to preserve their stories, to bring their experiences to life for a new generation. This is our tribute, our act of honor. Through their words, we explore the essence of honor and remember the sacrifices that were made. For just the cost of a cup of coffee each month, you can help us preserve their stories. Visit portraitsofhonor.com to learn more. Join us as we journey back in time, as we listen, learn, and remember. This is Portraits of Honor. Let the stories of these heroes begin. Today we feature Colonel Carl Cooper, the first veteran photographed by Jeff Reese. He had a remarkable 38-year tenure with the Marine Corps, a valiant warrior who faced fierce battles in World War II's Pacific Theater in Guadalcanal and Okinawa. He also served in Korea, followed by training and recruiting during Vietnam. Beyond the battlefield, Cooper spent many years teaching and coaching in high school and junior high school education. After his retirement, he dedicated another 30 years to FEMA until 2010. He was an embodiment of service and bravery, whose legacy stands tall. This interview was recorded on April 10, 2019, in Vestavia Hills, Alabama. Uh, you're, you're rolling. Yes, <laughs> So, tell me, uh, take, walk me through the... Uh, progression of your enlistment through the uh, going into the Pacific? Well, I went to basic, then other training in Camp Lejeune, North Carolina. Then I got selected to go to OCS and got a commission 9th of February, 44. And then left uh, North Carolina, Camp Lejeune, and Quantico. And from Quantico, I went to Camp Pendleton, California. Mm -hmm. And from there, went aboard ship. First land we saw was Guadalcanal. <laughs> and then, then on through and met in April. On the first, 1945, at Okinawa, and uh, we lost more Marines there than any other Pacific battle. So we had over 17,000 casualties there. Wow! Wow! And uh, so then I came back to the states and uh, stationed state, uh, statewide for a while. Then I released active duty and went into educational work, coaching, teaching. And then Korean War called and uh, I had stateside duty. Then came back and went into, stayed in the field of education. Went as uh, principal at Carbon Hill. And from 
Carbon Hill. Mountain uh, Brook became interested, or the people running the school system are setting up, or just setting it up. Yeah. And uh, so I can't, they asked me when I come down and join them, and I thought about it a long time. I went down and stayed there until Vietnam came along and called back to duty. And then I just stayed in the Marine wherever they sent me, that's where I went. <laughs> all over the all over the country and the world. And then do you have a favorite and, and place? By, on, on April the 1st of 1983, 1983, and it was a time to, I'd already had, gosh, well, 38 years in the Marine Corps. That's a long time. So I had, so I retired and, uh, in the field of education after that, and ended up at Oak and, uh, in Mountain Brook. And they were all nice and good to me. I enjoyed it. And I retired in 1980. FEMA called me, and so I started working with FEMA in 1980, and uh, worked with them until I retired from them and. 1990-something. 19, I had okay. 30, I, well, it's almost 30 years, so I ended up retiring 20, 27 or 2010, somewhere right in there. Mm -hmm. And been peddling since. <laughs> That's a, a good long career. When you were on the ship, and in the Pacific, first time, you said the first land you saw was Guadalcanal. Right. What was your what was going through your head at that time? Well, it's time to use what we've been trained to do. Exactly. Okay. Kill the enemy. <laughs> how how long before? I guess you you went on a landing craft. With your men to to there, what? How long were you there? Well, we we stayed there. Uh, I we were in the mop up at the end. Okay. I, I got the I wasn't in the original part of Guadalcanal, okay. and uh, so we ended up training, and I was in amphibian tractors. That's the metal. You see these metal alligators. That, that's what I was in in London. We mm -hmm. put troops aboard, and and the first ones we had didn't have a rail, so you had to jump over the side and yeah. go. But then they, a little later on, they made started making new ones, and they had a ramp where you could drop a, the back lid of it down, and yeah. you could get out. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, that, then and then. Uh, we stayed there and kept getting ready to go, and so we were we were fortunate enough to. I was in the second wave at 
Okinawa, going in with Amtrak. And uh, fortunately, they must have had enough information. They selected a pretty good beach that we hadn't, didn't have a whole lot of resistance. Oh, but then we had some. Then after we got out, I was assigned a detail to go north after we landed. And that's where the part of the enemy was up in the northern part. Mm -hmm. And so the group that, that, that I'd been assigned to lead, we uh, eliminated most of that. And then we came back south and then joined the regular big forces on the big push south and on into Naha, the capital. And I was one of the first people to get into Naha. Got through that and then we, I think we secured the island on June the 22nd. And then on the 4th of July, we got boarded the ship and went to Guam. Okay. In Guam, we were getting ready to go to Japan until Truman decided to drop the big bomb. So that stopped everything there. It sure did. And uh, then I, in, in, in January of 46, I boarded the ship and came to the States. The rest of it, <laughs> history. You said five men in your your platoon, platoon were awarded Silver Star. Mm -hmm. We, uh, what happened there was, we were cleaning up. I going up, and and the only thing that then Amtrak was the only thing that could move because it had been raining and everything was so muddy, and Amtrak's the only thing that moved. So we were hauling out the wounded, but in order to get to, to the wounded, we had to kill our way in to, to pick up the wounded. Mm -hmm. And so that's, that's where they earned their Silver Star, eliminating the Japanese right there and on the spot. We got them out. How many we, do you think you, how many wounded do you think you were able to take out? Well, I tell you now, we, we hold them out there by the Amtrak load. I, I can, yes, we could, we could, I've had 18 to 20 packed in there. Then the old bills, it's bleeding in the stuff. Bill's pumps would pump blood out. You know, they accumulated in the wow. back yeah. end up. And uh, it, uh, I don't know. We, uh, we ended up, I think, helped considerably bringing the war to the end from then on. Well, good. We, from that, then we started going south and and that was a slow go too. The army units was on the left side of the going 
down the island of Okinawa. And uh, we had the right side in the big river there before we got into Naha, the capital. It was the river Asakawa. And uh, that's where I got blasted. Of course, across the river and the ridge over there. And they could see us and with their fugling. And so they were shelling and the big blast went off. And I didn't I didn't get a any injury from the shrapnel or anything, but the concussion blew me. That's when I landed on my right hip on that coral rock. And uh, I'm still fussing at that car rock for hurting me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, sir. This podcast is a charitable supported public service. To learn more about the veteran featured on this podcast, please go to portraitsofhonor.com. There you'll find more stories, portraits, and ways to be part of this act of honor. Every day, a few hundred World War II veterans pass away, and soon they'll all be gone. For the cost of a few cups of coffee each month, you can help us support the mission to give all these deserving veterans their portrait of honor and record and memorialize their stories forever. Please go to portraitsofhonor.com today to make your donation and show your support. Leave us a review and share this episode. By remembering the past, we can inspire a better future. Join us next time on Portraits of Honor.